Good afternoon, everybody out there. This is Frank, and welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. This is a movie podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, I know it's been a little bit since I've been on uh, with the holiday season. It's been a little bit crazy, but I'm happy to uh, jump on and uh, do this episode. I'm going to be reviewing the new Spider-Man film, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. So before I even get into the review, uh, this will be a spoiler-free review. So if you've seen the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, that's really what I'm going to discuss. So uh, we'll go from there. I'm not going to give away any spoilers. Uh, there's a ton of spoilers in this movie, so I'm going to <laughs> dance around that uh, as best I can. Like I said, I'm not going to give away anything uh, in the movie because I really want everyone that hasn't seen it to enjoy it. Uh, so we'll get into that in a minute. But before we do, I want to welcome you again. This is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. If you are a regular listener, thank you for coming back to listen and to watch. If you are a first-time listener, I hope you enjoy it and you let your friends know about it. You can find the show on social media. I mainly interact on Twitter. The handle is at Bend Your Ear Pod. That's also the handle for Instagram. Uh, so you can follow me there. Uh, I post new show updates there. If you're watching live, welcome. The show is live right now on the Facebook page for the podcast, which is Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. Also live on the YouTube channel, which is also Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. Uh, broadcasting, of course, again, live on Twitter at Bend Your Ear Pod. And also, if you have Twitch, uh, the show is broadcasting live there as well. Uh, on all the other platforms, the show will be archived and you can watch it whenever you want. Uh, on Twitch, it's only going to be the live. So if you're watching it now, it won't be available later on Twitch. Also, you can find these episodes, either audio or video, on the website. The website is www.letmebendyourear.com. Uh, all episodes are available there. Uh, you can also listen to this podcast uh, on the audio feed, uh, which is the original version and will always be that. So you can find the podcast on wherever you get your podcasting, um, your podcast from now. Uh, officially, the show is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, TuneIn, Stitcher, CastBox, and Amazon Music. So if you use a smart device at home, you can just ask your Alexa for the ben Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast, and I believe it'll play the latest episode. Plus, if you have the app on your phone, you can download or listen to any of the episodes up until now. So again, I welcome everybody to this show. It's great to be back. Like I said, it's been about a month, uh, normally longer than I want in between podcasts. But again, with the holidays, it's been kind of crazy. So I hope everybody's doing well out there. A couple of things I want to comment on before I get into my review of Spider-Man. Uh, not movie-related, but... Um, Legendary sportscaster John Madden passed away yesterday at age 85. Uh, there's a documentary actually that I still need to watch. I actually just aired the previous Friday, uh, or actually on Christmas Day, excuse me, on Fox uh, called All Madden. So I'll be definitely checking that out. Uh, I posted on this on social media, just a quick thing. Obviously, if you grew up, if you're a person of my age, grew up in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, John Madden basically was football. Um, if John Madden was calling a game that your team was playing in, that already made it a big game. So John Madden, uh, was iconic. And as I posted on social media, he was iconic in three different fields. He was a Hall of Fame coach. He took the Raiders to the Super Bowl championship in 1977. Then he became a iconic broadcaster, obviously was probably almost what he's best known for. And then after that became the one of the innovators of the video gaming industry with the Madden NFL games. So I know from the history of that game, when he was asked to participate he made it very clear that the game would be realistic, would take people inside football. 
it wasn't going to be if you looked at a lot of those games from the time the, a lot of the sports games were not very good and his insistence on it being the best football game out there or best sports game period uh was was uh, felt and the impact was felt because he wasn't going to put his name on anything that was inferior and to this day it's one of the most popular actually it's the most popular sports game i'm sure by far uh with the new one just coming out so he basically became iconic in three different fields not many people can do that so that that kind of makes you the goat like i say, said in my uh in my social media post so again rest in peace john madden was always fun to watch football with he made football fun he made it accessible and it was one of the giants of the nfl so um sad to hear of his passing and uh Again, uh, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm going to uh, put the link in the chat. So um, if you want to uh, come on the show today live and discuss either Spider-Man or anything else, I've also seen Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'll probably review that. I know it's been out a few weeks. Uh, I may review that in another episode. I did see that movie as well. But we're going to talk about Spider-Man since that just was released uh, about a week ago or 10 days ago actually now. So we will uh, get into that a little bit. So the link is on the chat room. So wherever you're, if you're watching this video right now, so it'll be on Facebook or Twitter or uh, YouTube um, to, to just click on the link. And basically it's very simple. You click on the link. I see you. I let you in. And then we discuss, we can either talk about Spider-Man. We can even talk about Ghostbusters a little bit, anything you want to talk about movies. Um, and uh, if anybody comes on to chat with me while I'm on today, It'll just be a free form chat. We can talk about whatever you'd like movie wise. Uh, the only thing that I would say is uh, if we do discuss Spider-Man again, be cognizant of the fact that there's a lot of people that's uh, even though the movies are already going to make about a billion dollars. So there's a lot of people that haven't seen the movie yet. So if I bring you on to discuss Spider-Man, let's just be cognizant of the fact that we want to um, not talk about any spoilers in the movie. So if you want to come on, we should have to be creative about how we discuss the movie. I think we can still have a good conversation about Spider-Man without giving anything away. So as I stated a couple of minutes ago, and I'll say it again right before I get into the review, I'm going to discuss, as far as specifics, if you've seen the trailer of Spider-Man No Way Home, I'm not going to get anything as far as plot points beyond the trailer, so don't worry about that. Uh, if uh, you haven't even seen the trailer and uh, you don't want to know anything about it, then you may want to listen to this episode after you watch Spider-Man No Way Home. But again, this is going to be a spoiler-free review. I was lucky enough to... I just saw the movie two days ago and didn't have any spoilers. So it was, I want to extend that same courtesy to anybody that hasn't seen the movie yet. All right, so let's get into it. So Spider-Man No Way Home. So obviously, if you've seen the first two movies in this iteration of Spider-Man with Tom Holland, directed by um, by um, John Watts, it was Spider-Man Homecoming and then Spider-Man Far From Home. So at the end of Far From Home, obviously, the the bad guy in that is Mysterio. And as that movie ends, the second movie ends, Mysterio uh, says that basically Peter Parker is Spider-Man, gives away his identity, and then also says that Spider-Man was the reasons that the drones attacked and killed him. So as you know, as the second movie ends, Spider-Man is implicated in the death of Mysterio, who a lot of the world thinks is a hero, and uh, he is outed uh, as Peter Parker as his alternate, uh, obviously his secret identity. So as Far From Home begins, it starts where the other movie ends. So the implications and the fallout of that is what starts No Way Home. So obviously you have J. Jonah Jameson, who returns, who's played by, um, I just forgot the actor's name, from uh, who did it in the Sam Raimi original series, um, J.K. Simmons. So he's back playing J. Jonah Jameson, which is great to see him back. And of course you saw him also at the end of, of, of Far um, 
far from home. So he's back with his kind of podcast web series, you know, conspiracy thing, basically his anti Spider-Man crusade. So the movie starts with that. So Peter Parker, of course, is uh, basically a, a person that can't go anywhere now. And half the country hates him. Half the country loves him, which in these kind of times is not surprising. And so as the movie opens, he's dealing with the implications of that. Uh, he's um, trying to figure out how he's going to move forward with his life. Uh, him and his and his buddy and MJ are trying to figure out, you know, are they going to go to college together? kind of the next phase of their life but obviously this whole thing is hanging over them the thing with mysterio and and what he's going to do how he's going to be spider-man so that's kind of the setup of the movie and um again if you've seen the trailer uh you do know that this movie deals with a multiverse so if you've seen the animated film spider-man into the spider-verse the miles morales spider-man with different multiple uh, villains and different multiple universes. Uh, obviously, I think that has an influence on this movie. So obviously with a multiverse scenario in play in No Way Home, uh, and as the trailer, again, as the trailer has stated, so if you haven't seen the trailer, again, before I start discussing this for the next couple of minutes, you may want to stop the podcast, watch it, or listen to it after you watch the movie. But if you've seen the trailer, they've already, or seen the commercials on television leading up to the movie opening, uh, there is uh, the return of Doc Ock, played by the great Alpha Molina. So Alpha Molina was in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man 2, which is up until these series of movies. I think Spider-Man 2 is one of my favorite, not just Spider-Man movies, but one of my favorite comic book movies. Uh, that movie is fantastic, and it's probably it's probably, it's my definitely my favorite of the Sam Raimi movies. So it's 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 excellent, and uh, the fact that they bring him back, I was very excited about that. So he comes into play in the movie. And then, of course, if you've seen the poster and, again, if you've seen the commercial, uh, the return of Green Goblin, also from Sam Raimi's original Spider-Man, returns in this movie. So, obviously, the implications of that. Uh, so, what happens is, as Peter Parker's life has basically been, in his you know term, ruined not just for him, but for his friends, he enlists the help of Doctor Strange to create a spell that would make everybody forget that he, Peter Parker, is Spider-Man. So that it could wipe out that whole thing, wipe out the whole Mysterio situation, and then get kind of everything back to normal. So again, this is also in the trailer. Nothing that I'm saying here is a spoiler. So obviously, he attempts to do that. And as you can imagine, uh, it doesn't go quite as expected. And that's the main setup of this movie. So um, what I'm going to get into now, like I said, I am not going to give any spoilers away. What I can talk about is the the acting and directing in this film is fantastic. So again, you have the same director back for this third movie that did the other two movies. Um, and he's done a fantastic job in this film. Uh, there is a lot going on. The movie is two and a half hours long. And, and the best compliment I can always give a movie is that it doesn't feel like it. It, it moves briskly and there's a lot going on. Uh, definitely a lot going on in the movie. And uh, that's a, again, a credit to, to John Watts, the director uh, who's done a great job uh, juggling the storyline and really incorporating the villains uh, that are, that are named in the, 
in the trailer that are in the movie. And of course, uh, all the acting's great all the way around. Of course, Marissa Tomei is back as Aunt May. Uh, you get uh, Favreau back as Happy Hogan, who's been in all three Spider-Man films uh, of this iteration. He's fantastic, of course, as always. Uh, you've got, again, J.K. Simmons, the great J.K. Simmons, back as J. Jonah Jameson, who's always fantastic. And then you've got Zendaya, who's great as 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 MJ. And then, of course, you have uh, his friend, uh, the guy in the chair, as he likes to call himself. So that's always that always cracks me up when he calls himself the guy in the chair. So uh, he's fantastic as well. Um, so it's great to have all three of them back. Then, of course, you have Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange and um, uh, doing what he does well in that movie as well. So, again, once that spell is unleashed, uh, some unexpected things happen. And, of course, that sets the stage for the conflict in the majority of No Way Home. So, uh, obviously, as I stated earlier, there's a multiverse aspect to this film. Um, <clears throat> so it's a big movie. And uh, I think that was to be expected of this third Spider-Man film. Uh, so, again, it's a two-and-a-half-hour film that moves briskly. Uh, it's a lot of action, really good story, uh, funny. It's got this, it's got the hallmarks of the other two movies. Uh, I think uh, this particular movie, uh, because of the the storyline itself, it's it's a uh, it's it's a darker movie than the other two movies. But that being said, it's got just the right amount of that, but still has kind of the fun and the humor. So, but this is definitely a a a more serious take on it a little bit, which I think is welcome and sets this movie apart. Uh, so it's pretty fantastic. So like I said, I, I know the reviews that have come up up until uh, today, I know it's probably got a 90, like 99% on Rotten Tomatoes and, and other aggregate sites have gotten huge um, numbers for the movie. So again, the acting is fantastic. Uh, like I said, normally this would be a more uh, detailed review if uh, if I was going to do a spoiler review, uh, I would it would obviously be more detailed, but I don't want to do that just yet. If I was going to do this this review in a couple of weeks from now, I probably would have uh, indicated and really got into the details of it. And I may do it at some point, uh, maybe when the uh, when the Blu-ray comes out of it. Maybe I'll have a guest on to re-talk about Spider-Man No Way Home uh, with all the spoilers in the review. But like I said, with the with the timing of it just come out now, I still I know there's a lot of people with the holiday season that has that have not that has not seen the movie yet, so I don't want to really spoil it. But I will say this: uh, the reviews that I've read, I agree with uh, completely. It's phenomenal. Uh, the story, once the story gets going, and then it's just there's just so many things in the movie that if you are a Marvel fan, uh, an MCU fan, you're going to love. Uh, they really did a good job. They really went all out for this particular movie and everything in this movie pretty much pays off. It's, it's fantastic. And, and Tom Holland, of course, as Peter Parker, Spider-Man is still, uh, you know, as fantastic. Uh, I, I think he's probably my favorite Spider-Man, not to say that the other two actors that played him were not good. I, I think it's just, he brings something to it. That's, that's a little bit different to me. And, and the way these movies were, were done is pretty fantastic. So I'm a, I'm a huge fan of him, a huge fan of Zendaya, and uh, just to, the way they've done these movies has been phenomenal, and and uh, No Way Home is no exception, and it's really just a fun, action-packed, good story. You know, there's there's the stakes are not any higher than they've been in this movie, and you feel those stakes, and you feel the, 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 the conflicts of the characters, 
Uh, it's fantastic. So I, I, it's it's a it's a great movie. If you've already seen it, feel free to jump on and talk about it. If you agree with me, uh, I think, uh, like I said, the praise for the movie has been universal. I haven't seen anybody any with any issues with it. I think the only minor criticism I saw, and I forgot who wrote it, that the movie maybe was a little bit too meta uh, for its own good, but I don't agree with that assessment at all. I didn't find that at all. I found the movie to be fun, and I found all the the turns in the story to be fantastic and 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 loved every minute of it again it's it's a fitting um kind of wrap up to the storyline of spider-man with this iteration of it so uh again without giving away any spoilers uh, i am a huge fan of spider-man no way home so again i've got the link up in the chat if you're watching this live uh, on facebook or on youtube i'll just click on the link and i'll be happy to bring you on we can talk about it uh again it's a fantastic fantastic movie and uh there are uh, at the end of the movie, uh, there are two post credit sequences. So most people know to stick around for those. Uh, you know, you can probably if you don't want to stick around, you can find them online or what they are. But basically, definitely stick around for those. There's two pretty significant uh, um, things that are revealed in those in those post credit sequences. So definitely check that out. Uh, but again, Spider-Man No Way Home uh, is fantastic. I really enjoyed it. So in my review, my Van Gogh review of Spider-Man No Way Home out of five Van Goghs, I am going to give it four and a half. Uh, it's phenomenal. I definitely can't wait to see it again. Uh, I'll probably, like I said, I'll see it again and probably do another show uh, with spoilers uh, next time, probably in a month or two uh, to discuss it. Because I would love to actually have a guest on to discuss it uh, and discuss what we loved about it uh, and uh, kind of go from there. So. Uh, down the pike as far as, and I know this is shorter than the normal review because, like I said, I, I didn't want to give spoilers. I really didn't want to do that. So, again, four and a half fan goes out of, uh, for Spider-Man No Way Home. Definitely go out and check it out. See it in the theater. Uh, definitely don't wait. Uh, you definitely don't want to get spoiled of anything that's in the movie. So uh, I would check it out now. I'll go see it in the movies. I've heard people that have seen it in IMAX. This is incredible. I didn't see it in IMAX, but uh, I'm up in Massachusetts uh, for the week. So doing the show from Massachusetts. So I was able to take my son. Uh, to go see it uh, up here while we were up here. My wife is excited to see it. She's going to have to wait. Uh, my other son's going to take her when we get back to Florida uh, to see it. So she's looking forward to it. But again, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, directed by John Watts. I give four and a half Van Goghs out of five. So, of course, the MCU moving forward after this movie, the next one in the queue is going to be Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I believe is the title. And funny because the director, the original director, Stock Derrickson, left and Sam Raimi took over to direct this film. So this is his return to the comic book world. Obviously, he directed the first three Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. So it's interesting to see him back in uh, the comic book world, especially on a movie after uh, the Spider-Man uh, series of films that were just made. So we'll see his take on Doctor Strange. Uh, so looking forward to that. That movie opens in May. So that'll be uh, that'll be very interesting. I still haven't seen Eternals yet, so I can't give my review of that. Uh, I can give some quick blurbs here. Uh, since I've, you know, Disney Plus, I was able to see uh, Shang-Chi. Uh, enjoyed it. A lot of fun. Really good movie as well. I'll give you my quick blurbs of that. I think I'll give that I'll give that movie four Van Goghs out of five. Uh, I won't do a full review of that, but you get a little quick review of that. I enjoyed that. I also saw Black Widow which I enjoyed a lot, actually, and really enjoyed. Um, is it Florence Pugh who plays uh, 
plays Natasha's sister. She's fantastic in the movie. Uh, fantastic. She's probably the best thing about it. And uh, that was a great character. And she was really, really good, really funny. Uh, was a big fan of Black Widow. So again, Marvel continues to uh, just churn out really entertaining films. You know, everybody can always debate on which ones are better, uh, but it's very rare that Marvel has a miss or a movie that's not enjoyable. Like I said, you can always debate the quality or what are your favorites or which ones are not as strong as other ones. But in these last couple of movies that I've seen, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and now, of course, with Spider-Man, they're, they're just continuing to successfully navigate this uh, cinematic universe with Marvel Comics and just make entertaining films. Uh, I will say this. I know there is uh, been criticism. I've talked about this before on the podcast. Criticism of, of comic book movies as being nothing more than amusement park rides. You know, we, we've all been ad nauseum, heard the criticisms from from certain directors, like, you know, specifically Martin Scorsese. I think Alfonso Cuaron has, direct, has, has criticized these movies. And I'm going to continue to say what I've always said about that criticism. Uh, I, I'm conflicted about it because on one end, and I have no problem defending these movies because I'm a big fan of these movies. As I've stated as a, as a movie lover, I love movies of all types. Uh, all I care about a movie, no matter what the genre is, is if the movie's entertaining and the movie's really good. Uh, that's really my only criteria about what movies are worthy of my time to watch. And most of the Marvel movies are definitely worthy of my time. And I enjoy them, and they're great popcorn adventure movies that people go to see to escape. So to criticize them as, as, as less than cinema is a little bit irritating to me. And I think kind of snobbish. Uh, so I don't, I don't really subscribe to that belief. And I really kind of actually disagree with it. Uh, I just, I really don't like that. I think it's, it's, it's snobbery and I'm not a movie snob. I'm a movie buff and I love all kinds of films. So to, to, to dismiss a certain type of movie because it's not your cup of tea or you think it's something is, is to me snobbery and I don't really like it. But the part that I'm conflicted about, because the criticism that I do think is valid, and I think it has it has nothing to do with Marvel movies or DC movies and specifically, the broader criticism, and this is more of a changing movie business, which it does bother me, because I am also an advocate of seeing movies in theaters. That's the best place for me to see them with my popcorn and my Coke and watching it on a big screen with a crowd is the best way to enjoy a film. Now, I understand and I don't want to sound like the old guy on the porch. I understand that with streaming and the way people watch movies now, the paradigm has kind of shifted into the way people view films. I get it. I watch a lot of movies on streaming, and I've said it on this podcast before. It's really helped me with this show specifically because I have two small children, so I don't get to go to the movies as much as I used to be able to go, which was all the time. So the fact that I'm able to see high-quality films in my home, I understand the value of that. But the criticism that I do think is valid is what's happened, unfortunately, as a result of the success of these comic book films, which, again, I think are phenomenal, is in the multiplexes, it's it's really excluded the, the drama, and specifically, like I've said before, the mid-budgeted R-rated drama. Uh, so a, a movie that's not a superhero movie or some intellectual property or some, some sequel. Uh, those kind of original types of films are not available anymore in theaters. Uh, you're seeing them on the streaming services. So that's the good and the bad. The streaming services at least provides a home for entertainment, for dramas that maybe people that are not fans of the comic book films can watch. 
but those people should be able to see those movies also in a theater. And those are becoming more and more rare. And the movie studios are becoming more and more hesitant to bankroll alternative films with just regular storylines, adult theme dramas, out of the box kind of films. And I, that does bother me as a movie buff. And I wish that that wasn't the case. Um, it's ironic because they're, they're willing to drop $200 million into a Spider-Man movie like this one is, but the return is incredible, but they won't, they're very hesitant to drop 50 to $60 million on a mid budgeted drama because if it dies on opening weekend, then it's dead. And I'm going to give you a, a recent example. And I haven't seen the movie. I'm going to take Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Now, all the reviews that I've read pretty much before the movie opened was that it was phenomenal because I was like, wow, they're making another West Side Story. Why? But with the pedigree of Steven Spielberg, the great cinematographer that he's used, Janusz Kaminski on pretty much all his films since Schindler's List, and a screenplay that I heard by the great screenwriter Tony Kushner, who he worked with on Munich and on Lincoln, uh, there's, a, there's some fantastic pedigree behind the making of this film and the reviews that I read at rest side story were pretty complimentary, pretty exemplary actually that it's a, it's a fantastic modern retelling uh, of this story. And unfortunately the movie did not do well at all. And they're, you know, of course they're using the word flop and it, it you know, it, it didn't do well. Now I don't know why there's several reasons why the movie probably didn't do well. Uh, first of all, musicals are tough. Um, those are tough. That's a tough sled regardless of who the director is. And, uh, and I think that's part of it. Uh, another part of it, I don't know if, 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 you know, obviously I can't, you know, talk, I could say the pandemic, but the pandemic hasn't affected Spider-Man. So I don't even know if I could say it's the pandemic. I mean, maybe there's some effects, maybe audiences that would be more attracted to uh, West Side Story in, in the theater are the group of people that are more hesitant to go to the movies uh, because of the pandemic. So that's possible. But again, the why I bring this up is because when someone like Steven Spielberg uh, makes a film that's critically acclaimed but does not do well, that does not bode well for, for smaller directors that are trying to get their movies into theaters that, like I said, are, are dramas or comedies or whatever the genre is that's not a comic book film. So that part of the, the criticism and frustration, I do understand. And as a movie goer, I do want to see, I want to see, I have no problem watching Spider-Man No Way Home or, or any Marvel movie or DC movie if it's good, but I want to be able to see other films in the theaters as well. You know, like I said, well-acted dramas, well-acted comedies, um, serious films, documentaries, all those kind of films that I've watched all my life in the theater when I've had access to them is, is what I want to see. So again, I would advocate, so I will tell you all out there, any movie fans out there, uh, if you're fine going back to the theaters, try to support, especially if you're a hardcore movie buff like I am, try to go out there and support those smaller movies. And I, I, believe me, go see Spider-Man. It's fantastic. I just gave it a great review. Uh, but movies like Spider-Man are going to be fine. Uh, fine. Seek out those you know, art house theaters or seek out uh, theaters that are, or movies that are showing in multiplexes that are not the, um, the big temple films. If it's a film that attracts you, obviously if it's a, if it's a storyline that attracts you, a plot that attracts you, a director, actors, whatever it is that would get you out there, go support them in the theaters. It's very, very important because uh, I am I am afraid that that that's all, the only home for those type of movies in the next 15 years is going to be on streaming, which again, I have no issue with streaming. I like watching movies at, at, at my convenience, especially, like I said, with my schedule and especially if I want to review it for the podcast, it really helps me a lot. But that being said, I don't want to see those type of movies disappear from the from the theaters because again 
to me, uh, and I think to most movie buffs out there, the best way to see a movie uh, uh, is is in the theater. And somebody brought up a great point on another podcast I was listening to. The movies that really hurt the most not seeing in theaters are, are comedies. Now, I'm not a comedies are hard to make because it's, it's very tough to make me laugh. And when there's a good comedy out there, I love it. Uh, you know, I, I bring up Bridesmaids because it's probably the last one in the last ten years that really just made me bust out laughing. And 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 a lot of that was because I was able to see that movie in a theater and have that communal experience of just cracking up with a whole audience of people. So comedies really, really suffer if they can't get on the big screen because that's really the unique, that's the one genre because you can watch a Transformers movie, you can watch a Marvel movie, you can watch a drama even at home and still have it have that impact uh, that it's meant to have um, by the filmmakers in a theater. But comedies are the one where at home not to say that they're not as funny, but when you're in an audience of people ready to laugh, they know it's a comedy. That's a whole different feel, a whole different vibe that it really loses when uh, you watch a comedy at home, even if it's super funny. Uh, you know, like I said, I, the, seeing Bridesmaids or any comedy like that in the theater, that it really helps the experience for that particular genre. So again, I really hope that uh, there is still a place, there is still a home for, you know, movies other than the comic book movies or sequels, uh, which will always have a place because they make money. But uh, I hope the other movies don't get frozen out. So that's just my two cents on that. And so, again, if you're a movie fan or you're a movie buff, just uh, just try to support those as mo as best you can, if you can. Uh, that would, uh, I think, uh, help down the road. So, again, I reviewed Spider-Man No Way Home. Four and a half and goes out of five. And it's great to be back. Like I said, hopefully I'll get back on the regular uh, weekly or twice weekly if I can sometimes schedule. But uh, like I said, back to my original thought about Spider-Man, it, it is worth the hype. It's great when a movie kind of meets the hype. It's fantastic. And again, I know this review is not as in-depth as some of my other reviews in-depth, excuse me. So I apologize. But again, I thought it was more important to have a spoiler-free review than to get into a lot of spoilers. So again, like I said, I think I'll revisit Spider-Man at some point. Maybe not as an episode proper, but even if I'm discussing something different, I may come in and bring a guest in. We'll, we can talk about Spider-Man uh, once everybody's seen it. So I'll probably do it maybe on the lead up to the launch of it on Blu-ray and uh, on VOD. So we'll probably reach back to it. But again, if you have any thoughts on Spider-Man, like I said, I'm going to be on here for a couple more minutes. You can click on the link that's in the, in the chat room wherever you're watching this. If you're watching it live right now, I'll be happy to talk about it with you then. Again, no spoilers. Or we can talk about anything you like. Or uh, when I post this episode online, uh, please give me your comments on Spider-Man. Uh, again, I would ask if you do comment on my post. Um, no spoilers. Let's let's save it for the people that haven't seen it. Because what I'll do is I think I saw somebody do something there. So if I do see people doing spoilers, I don't think most people are really great about that. But what I'll do is if I do see that, I'll disable the comments. Um, so I may just post it and do that. But I want you know if you want to talk to me about Spider-Man online, I think that's great. Again, you can find the show on Twitter at BendYourEarPod. The show's on Instagram, also at Bend Your Ear Pod. So uh, Twitter's where I'm at, mostly interacting. So if you want to give your thoughts on Spider-Man No Way Home, you can definitely um, comment on the this post for the show. And again, you can watch the show live when I do the recording like I'm doing now. Uh, the show will be live on the YouTube channel, Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast, on the Twitter page, Bend Your Ear Pod, also on the show's Facebook page, that's uh, Let Me Bend Your Ear so again, please follow me on Twitter. I'll follow you back. Uh, obviously, I want to grow the show. Uh, if you see my post for either the audio episode or these live episodes, please share them. If you know a friend that may like a movie podcast or looking for a new one, please uh, uh, bring them over to us. We would love to share our love of movies here, my love of movies here. Uh, as I stated before, I have loved movies 
since I was a child and continue to love them to this day. And they bring me, they bring me a great source of joy and I enjoy doing this podcast. It's fun to interact with you fellow movie lovers out there. And, uh, I love it. It's a great source of joy to me. So it's great to be back after a couple of weeks being down because of being busy. So like I said, uh, the show is also available, of course, wherever you get audio podcast. Uh, so just like, and subscribe to the show. So of course, if you subscribe on whatever podcasting app you use, you'll get notifications when new episodes drop. So definitely do that. The show is officially on Spotify, Google play, Amazon music, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, and Podbean. That's the ones that's officially on. But if you've, uh, it's on most podcasters if you happen to uh, check it out. So if you just type in Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast in Google, actually you can even listen to the show straight out of Google as well. Uh, so feel free to do that. Uh, so again, thank you for joining this episode. Uh, or if you listen later, thank you very much. Again, I appreciate everybody that's a regular listener to the show. You can email the show if you want, have any suggestions on movies for me to review or thoughts on the show. Uh, the email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. So again, you can email the show at bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. So again, to wrap it up, four and a half Van Goghs out of five for Spider-Man No Way Home. Definitely go check it out. You'll love it. It's a great time at the movies. It's a great conclusion to this series of Spider-Man films. And uh, again, like I said, you will not be disappointed. All the reviews that I've read are warranted and the movie is fantastic, but definitely go out there and see it and then come to the Twitter page and talk to me about it because I definitely want to start to talk about it with people as more people see it in the next couple of weeks and then we can get into more of the real details of the movies when most people have seen it and then there won't be a, uh, hopefully a spoiler alert too much longer because I definitely want to talk about all the things that happened in Spider-Man No Way Home in the next few weeks. So definitely uh, reach out to me on Twitter and we can do that. And again, I hope everybody has a fantastic week. I hope you had a fantastic holiday with your family. And I hope everybody has a fantastic new year. We'll definitely see you soon with more reviews. And again, uh, thank you for joining me and joining my love for movies on this podcast. Hope everybody has a fantastic day, fantastic week, and a fantastic new year. Take care.